You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Feel like who art Ed? Who art Ed? Mr. Wood, art Ed, me. Yeah. Either way, it, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Now, today's episode is going to be about Faith Ringgold and her story quilt, Dancing at the Louvre. If you want to see the image, you can check it out if you are listening on Amazon Music, Spotify, or any of those other platforms that supports episode-specific cover art. You can also Google it, I suppose. Faith Ringgold's Dancing at the Louvre is all about breaking the rules. It's sort of that taboo of people celebrating and joyously dancing that unexpected activity for the for the highbrow cultural institutions like the Louvre. And part of what I love about this piece is that it's at once super traditional and yet postmodern. Quilts, and more specifically story quilts, have a long tradition in African American culture. Faith Ringgold is using a traditional medium and techniques that she learned from her mother and grandmother before her, and she's using that as a way of cutting through old stereotypes and breaking down barriers. Her first story quilt was Who's Afraid of Aunt Jemima, which transformed the offensive stereotype of Jemima into a successful black businesswoman. Part of what postmodern art does is remix and recontextualize these familiar tropes and ideas that are just sort of out there in society. While modern art tended to go broader, trying to get something timeless and universal, postmodern art becomes more specific, focusing on the individual experiences and different lenses through which people see the world. In her Dancing at the Louvre quilt, Ringgold is writing the story of Willa Marie Simone, a fictional character, although in a large sense you could say Willa Marie Simone is almost like an alter ego of Faith Ringgold. Willa moves to Paris, meets major figures like Henri Matisse, the iconic artist, Josephine Baker, the American-born French singer, dancer, actress. She actually became the first black woman star in a major motion picture. 
and Rosa Parks, the legend of the civil rights movement. Now, this is a part of um, Faith Ringgold's actually series of story quilts, uh, a series of 12 quilts known as the French Collection. And in this series, Willa Marie Simone goes on many adventures and becomes a successful artist and businesswoman. In Ringgold's life, she had been taught to admire the achievements of men like Pablo Picasso, who innovated by copying African masks. In her education, she was told to study art education because fine art was only for men. I mean, literally, at the college she went to, that program was only accessible to men. So she looked at all these societal barriers and envisioned a figure who could push past them. I think what's interesting is in Ringgold's story, the protagonist is a black woman, and the white male European artists, they have the walk-on role. The Louvre is this iconic cultural institution, home of some of the finest artworks in the history of the world. And Ringgold's Willa Marie Simone feels unintimidated. She joyously flouts conventions and dances in those hallowed halls. The French collection reframes and engages us with history in a new way. In Picasso's studio, for example, Willa Marie is modeling for Picasso, but the text gives her voice. She's not just a silent figure to be looked at. Viewers of this piece see Picasso's famous works like Les Demoiselles de Avignon in the background, but along with it, we see African masks that inspired him. In the text, Willa Marie says that she heard the African masks and the woman in the painting having a conversation, and she's encouraged to embrace her identity as a black woman. The quilt shows these different threads coming together for a new perspective on familiar art history. And yeah, I couldn't resist talking about threads coming together with a story quilt. But it is these story quilts that that really made Faith Ringgold stand out. I mean, her background, if you recall from my Faith Ringgold episode before, she studied as a painter, but her mother was a, a fashion designer in Harlem, and, you know, she... She learned that skill from her mother, and eventually what she became best known for was her story quilts. She would paint basically acrylic on canvas and then uh, stitch the fabric on there, stitch the backing to it, and and fashion it into a more traditional-looking quilt. So it's painted fabric that's that's quilted then. Um and this is probably, the French collection is probably her best known series. I think what's interesting about this collection and what makes it stand out to people and why it is the piece that is on the Art History AP list is this is a postmodern piece taking traditional elements and iconic things from our society, but putting it into the idiosyncratic language of that artist. It's reframing the traditional Western canon by showing all of these different artists that Faith Ringgold genuinely did admire, but showing them from her perspective, showing them um, 
in a, in a new light, in a new lens. And I, I think it is wonderful when art history becomes more inclusive and accessible. And when all people can see a little bit of themselves and their story and their perspective played out in there. And just one final thing to, to know about Faith Ringgold and her work and her story quilt specifically, um, I think it's kind of interesting. She started making these story quilts because she had a passion and a drive to, to write. She had stories to tell, but she couldn't get published. The publishers just were not interested in it. And so she started making these story quilts because she knew when the story quilt was put up on the wall and sometimes it would be photographed in galleries, it would end up in articles and it would be published in books, widening the audience for other people to read her stories. And as we all know, eventually people did take notice because Faith Ringgold has written and illustrated 17 children's books including Tar Beach, which was the subject of another previous episode. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.